welcome into Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. Is that Panic of the Disco? It is. Yeah. That was my question earlier. It yeah. is indeed. Yeah. That's a good band. My my daughter's huge Panic of the Disco fan. And How old is your has daughter? Has actually gotten me into it a little bit. 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. Scary. It's the oldest one's 15. 15, 8, and... At least she's got good, good, good choice in music. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. almost like my 17-month-old that rocks out to... All the 90s music. Yeah, that's with good. Me. That's good. Keep Early it up. 2000s. You'll lose yeah, it. Yeah, my 18-year-old backed out of the driveway blaring Pink Floyd. I was like, I've done something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the voices. Of course, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, the co-host of this fine program, and Mike Marfell, who uh, you may remember joined us on the New Year's Eve special here, the Dave Lover Show, New Year's Eve variety show. Mike is a professional fisherman. He's an avid hunter, outdoorsman, and uh, just uh, I thought he'd be a, a great addition to the conversation here today. Of course, I Chad Ellis. I appreciate the chance. Yeah, you bet. Thank you for coming in. Uh, producer Chad Ellis in studio as well, and uh, we are off and running. In 2019, Second Amendment yeah. Radio. Show number one. It's going to be, that's right, show season, number one. Season two, show one. Season two, show nice. one. We've been renewed. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Good work, Aaron. We've been renewed for hard. a second season. Now, um, now we just need to get uh, Tony an assigned parking spot in the garage. Yeah, right. Along that, with me. That'd yeah, be, I no did kidding. some circling out there myself. Yeah. I know, I, it's not easy. I'm like a vulture. I've seen one of the, I think it was one of the point guys come out and I j- vultured on his <laughs> Oh, dude, I follow him real slow. Yeah. Creep on him. Yeah. Turn I look, look creepier at me. than you, so I'm sure they're more nervous. Our, uh, yeah, I'm in a black Jeep. It doesn't probably get worse than that. <laughs> but uh, I was following our old producer, and I was like, oh, Oh yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah, and he's leaving. He's now. leaving because he, yeah, he works early. Yeah, yep. And so I'm stocking him up the up the row. Mm-hmm. He drove yeah. by. I don't think he realized who it was. I know you're leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I knew play, he was. Don't play sure. games with me. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man, move. He walks over to the passenger side, and I'm like, you know, you could put stuff on the passenger seat yeah. from the driver's side too. We can do this all day. <laughs> I can circle. Yeah, that sounds pretty passive. I can just circle and circle and circle. I'm not going anywhere. Um. As we start the new year, what's happening at Southern Armory? So, uh, <clears throat> we did inventory. Yeah. So, everything is now aligned in the books, which took my wife and Brad a day. Um, so, now it's like reorder stuff in, wait for a shot show, which mm-hmm. would be, we talked about shot show last week, you were gone. Okay. I don't know if you caught the show or not. I did a little bit, but I don't remember bit. shot show. Yeah. Shot show is like the biggest uh, convention for... Uh, the firearms industry gets put on by National Shooting Sports Foundation, and so everybody will have like shot show specials coming out, and then they'll have their new releases of new products. And with that being said, uh, we'll have the opportunity to pre-order those. So just kind of forewarn everybody: everybody always releases stuff at Shot Show, but generally it's not available until second quarter or third quarter. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want it, you know it's coming out. Come into the store and get on the waiting list, mm-hmm. so that way when we order it, you know you're going to be towards the top. Yeah. yeah. If you wait until like July or August when stuff starts shipping, the list is already probably twenty people deep. So right. I mean, you still coming to get in on it, but sure. You're better if off you coming want in, in early. Yeah, you're better off coming in and early. And, and we're not going to take money from you either. That's the that's the beautiful part of it. Oh yeah. Um, Ever? Well, when you get the product. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So we have this. I was like, I'm <laughs> in. So we had we had this theory, like you know, there's other gun stores in the area that will, will take your cash. Oh yeah. And sit on it. Yeah. And then you know, six months to a year later, when the product becomes available, they'll they'll get it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just were like, give us your name, give us your number. And you're in. And you're in. Yeah. And when we get four, five, ten of these products in, we will call you before they ship. Do you yeah. want it? Yes or no? And it will be here in 
you know, a week or whatever they're, that's getting ready to ship. And you probably have so many people on the list that if that person does say we no, just go to the next you just one. go to the next person. Yeah. And yep, so you're you not losing anything. Yeah, Southern no. Armory's still, yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and the, the, the consumer is not out, you know, sure. four or $500,000 no, like either. I think that's great. So I think that's really cool. What you do is just like we tell you, hey, it's going to ship in a week. You need to get in here and, and put money down on it. So that way when it arrives, it's yours. Otherwise, we'll just go to the next guy on the list. And then if you pass on it this time, then we'll just leave your name on the list. It's not a big deal. Right. So, so you cool. probably talked about this last show, but what's, what's exciting and new from the SHOT Show? We don't know yet. You don't know yet? It comes up uh, here in like three weeks. Oh, it's not happened yet. Yeah, You not talked yet. about it. I yeah. got you. We're just kind of foreshadowing stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the SHOT Show will have just a bunch of products. And, you know, the industry's been slow, uh, you know, overall. So I'm kind of curious what they're going to bring out to kind of rejuvenate and entice consumers. This could be the year for that. Yeah, I mean, hope. You know, there's there's always going to be a cool product that comes out. Um, you know, like every year, like you know, Henry released their shotgun series back a couple years ago. Uh, we're a Henry Gold dealer, the Henry Lever action. You know, those are man, I love those rifles. That's mm-hmm. on my list for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, I want their 357 Magnum. Uh, however, I just told my wife to go ahead and order me the 44. So I'm gonna get in a 44 all weather. Be the next Henry I get. Mm-hmm. So I've got a 44 revolver and I reload 44. So I figured that it would be a be, be a good choice. Oh, you're saving money. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah that's what I told her. Right, that was the, right. that, was the right. that was the deal. Like maybe you know I reload 44 cheap. Yeah. You know I use like lead cast bullets and they're you making know. us buy this thing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know. Um, so she's got that coming. Um, Still Glock Blue Label dealer. They got us for another year, which is That's which cool. is great. So if you're fire, EMS, law enforcement, military, active duty, or retired, you can come in. You can buy a Glock, um, really really cheap. Yeah. And then uh, we just found some 911 uh, um, edition Glocks, the oh, Memorial yeah. Edition Glocks. Yeah. I think I, I don't know if I mentioned that to you. Yeah, or not. we talked about those. Yeah, we've those got, are really cool. Yeah, like and, collectors. Mm-hmm. You need to get yeah, your hands on that. Get it. Put it in the safe. And uh, they're only available for the, that that blue label uh, consumer. Yeah. So fire, EMS, law enforcement, yeah, they, or the only people uh, that can buy them. Military. Yeah, that's the only ones we could find were the on the blue label. So uh, get in and buy them because I think there was only like eleven or twelve wow. available uh, anywhere in the country. So that's cool. We ended up locking up a few of those. So I, I got one personally, and I would encourage you to get one too. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're kind of into that thing, and I'm I'm into the collecting phase because I have like my Glock 19 that I carry all the time, and I have my 1911, and I have my 870 for a you know waterfowl and sure. all this other stuff, and and I'm just kind of at the point now where I'm like, what's cool to collect, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that we can get is a lot of these limited edition things, especially mm-hmm. if you know they're coming and we know they're coming, come in and talk to us. That's awesome. So yeah. Uh, and uh, CCW classes, yep. advanced pistol classes, all that. Yeah, that stuff's on sale too oh, uh, cool. for the new year. It's uh, buy one, get one half off. You have to check the website, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that's what it is. And then we'll do something similar. You'd think asking um, the owner would be good enough. Hey, you know, I, I cut the commercial. <laughs> I did it. You know, I got like all this paramedic stuff floating in my head from school. <laughs> you know, you're getting you, close, right? You, yeah, getting close. I mean, you can ask me about drugs right now. I could, I could tell you epi, and like routes, dosages, uses, all that stuff. How about good where stuff. to get some? No, epi, no, never the mind. ambulance, <laughs> the hospital. Um, the other drugs are on your own. I'd imagine probably pretty close to the radio station Yeah, here. that's a good point. You just probably go out on we the corner and We could go for a walk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we go for a walk. You'll find it, believe me. Um, 
So it'll find you. Yeah, that, that probably is an accurate statement. You know, the first time I got offered, that this is kind of a little off the subject. Sure, like no, Pink, go. Pink Floyd, right? So um, I was at a, oh, God, I just went blank. Concert? Yeah, concert. It's, um, who's the cover band for Pink El Monstero. Floyd? El oh, Monstero yeah. concert. Mm-hmm. And uh, great time, been drinking with some buddies. And uh, going over to the coat check to get my coat back, and this guy goes, "Hey man, do you party?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Not nah, mind you, Aaron's a little intoxicated." So I'm like, "Dude, I'm partied out. Thanks for the invite, but like, I'm going home and passing out. You maybe going to stop you to the house, or maybe what? maybe going to stop at Jack in the Box get some tacos." <laughs> he's like, "Hey man, do you party?" And he like does that thing with his nose. Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, I told you, like, I'm drunk. I'm partied out. I'm going home, passing out. Maybe eating some tacos." <laughs> and then his. This woman that's with him like whispers in his ear, and he comes up. And he goes, "Hey man, do you want any cocaine?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm good." <laughs> like <laughs> clueless. Like <laughs> so apparently no idea what they were talking about. No idea, completely <laughs> clueless. So if anybody ever asks you if you party, it's they're asking about. It could cocaine. mean a couple different things. That's one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if, I don't know if it's wearing a dress. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Something. It's different. probably uh, probably pay to play. So. Um, yeah. Second Amendment Radio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was kind of a random comment. Like oh, Pink no, Floyd I know. I mean, partying, you know, know. It is what it is. I've spent my fair share of time in nightclubs. and Yeah, not not this guy, not really. Oh, man. So it is what it is. But it uh, can happen in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. Got some guns to fix, so we might be doing some live streaming. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, you know, get on the Facebook, Southern mm-hmm. Armory, Second Amendment Radio. Um, I know we got to put, like, an AR together, and an uh, upper. That's fun um, stuff. So, I mean, just yes, kind of little stuff. Definitely make sure you mm-hmm. are on Southern Armory Facebook page, Second Amendment Radio Facebook page. And uh, yeah, when Aaron does those live streams, those are really cool. So, yeah. you do live stream builds, Aaron? Yeah, you live show stream. People? Yeah. Cool. Showing people, like, you know, or repairs. Do you do that as a service? Yeah. If we, I want a custom build, yeah. I can come to Aaron and yeah. get Southern Armory Absolutely. and you guys will build it. Yeah. Or we can get the parts in for you if you're like kind of already building yourself. Um, we've had a few people that are wanting to build like a 300 blackout like me, and I've got a short barrel rifle 300 blackout with a suppressor on it. We need to go shoot, Tony. Um, I got a story about that in a minute. Okay, but go ahead. And yeah, that's go cool. Um, <laughs> so, does it involve shot spotter? <laughs> no, but it involves going shooting. <laughs> okay, so and why we need to do it real soon. Okay, that works. So uh, anyway, so you know, like I was on the the groups. You know, there's a lot of Facebook groups uh, like you know STL Pew. Uh, it's P3W. Uh, if you've got somebody in the group, they can add you in. But we've got a good Facebook community of, of networked shooters in St. Louis. And one guy was like, hey, you know, 300 blackout, who's built one? And da 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 And I'm like, oh, I've built built a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to know? And he starts to, you know, ask me questions. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I did. And I'm like taking pictures of my rifle. And he's like, ah, oh, it's a cool rifle, man. And I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, Sherpa rifle registered. And then I got my 30 cal suppressor on it. And he's like, can you get me parts? Yeah, absolutely, I can get you parts if you need parts, you know, and can you help me build it? I'm like, if you get stuck, come in, you know, I'm, I don't care. You know, if you want me to build it, I'll build the whole thing and I'll go shoot it and make sure it works right. Um, but, you know, if you get stuck, just send me a message on Facebook or stop in the store and yeah, we'll get you squared away. So, yeah, the answer to your question is, yeah, we build them. Um, then we do simple stuff, too, like sight installs or barrel fittings. Like if you got a pistol that needs some barrel, a barrel fit uh, or a 1911 that needs some parts fit, that's no big deal. Just bring it in the shop, and we'll get it in queue, and we'll get it done. But uh, just little stuff like you know, fitting sights. Guys are like, "Oh my god, I'm so intimidated by this." I'm, I'm intimidated like, as all. I mean, I'm a gun guy, but yeah, I don't put a wrench yeah. on them at all. It yeah. Freaks me out. Building them, sure. Yeah, you don't want explosion mess going up. on in my hand. Right. I'll let right. you handle yeah. that. You know, and and I and I totally yeah. get that. You know, because I was like that too, and then I kind of realized that they're 
you get a good guiding hands, you know, and, and we had a, we had a really, really good head gunsmith uh, that we work with. And, uh, I mean, that guy just is amazing. And he literally built 1911s, you know, that are oversized and file them down by hand and nice and fit them and everything else. So I think that's going to be my project for this year is I want to learn a little more about doing it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the live streams, get like, on the live stream. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the live streams would be it because you just learn a little gun maintenance too, and I even clean guns on there too every mm -hmm. once in a while. Mm -hmm. Just like well, some this people is how need I the basics. It. Yeah. For sure. This and is all how those I do videos always are saved first. on there. That's, yeah. So you can go back and all the videos that he's already done. Oh, you should watch on the Facebook mm -hmm. page. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I'm a little different than most people because I use an ultrasonic cleaner with like a degreaser, and some people are like, "What? You're putting water on your gun? It's like it'll be fine. It'll dry out." It's like, it's water, it evaporates. Uh, but I need a toaster oven. I had a toaster oven for a minute, and then it, it burnt up on me. Is that for a drying effect? Yeah, to dry them out. Yeah, That's you turn cool. them on like 100 degrees. That's a good tip. You know, 105 degrees or whatever. It's not, the gun is going to get hotter than 100 degrees when you oh, shoot it. yeah. So, you know, when you put it like 100, 105, you're just evaporating the water Quickly. off. Yeah, it's no big deal. And then, you know, you can oil it up and, and all that jazz. Um, or I need a base that I can put like an acetone in to, to displace the water. But I think I'd rather have the... I used the toaster oven for a while, and like I said, it burnt up, and you know, it was just like a you know like a cheap one at a thrift store because I'm not going to go buy a brand new one. Right, <laughs> but it worked. Would, yeah. Life would kill me. Yeah, it worked great, phenomenal. That's awesome. So yeah, you put them in there for a few minutes. You got to let the parts cool down because they're a little warm, but you know, it's no big deal. So like I said, I, I'm a little unconventional when I clean, but uh, man, I get this stuff off. Like you should see the. You can get an ultrasonic cleaner from like your dentist or something that's upgrading, or you know, get online, get an ultrasonic cleaner. Just dunk your gun in there and then throw it in a toaster oven and dry it off. Um, and then, you know, I got I do some brushing, too. You know, like, while it's in the ultrasonic, I'll brush, mm -hmm. you know. But, I mean, like, you should see the stuff that comes off. Like, that ultrasonic, uh, like, the sediment, you know, like, it'll if you leave it sit for a little bit, everything, all the heavy stuff will fall to the bottom. And I'm, like, using the hose on the sink to, like, spray it out. It's like, man, all that came out of that gun? Oh, man. Right. It's insane. So. How often should somebody clean their gun? That's a good question. I and um, That's why I asked it. That's a good one. It really is. And if it's a carry gun. We only have like a minute. Okay. You, if, you it's wanna... a, if it's a gun you carry every couple weeks, you should be going in and, and blowing it out with like dust off or mm -hmm. a brush. You're just brushing all the lint, the hair. Even the... If, Obviously, even if you're not firing it, but you're just right. carrying, just, just walking around with it's going to get it. Get it dirty. Yeah, inside, because that lint and that hair, dog hair, dander, all that stuff's going to collect in there. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're shooting, um, you know, some guys do it every time. I personally will never carry a dirty gun or a clean gun because I don't know if I put it back together right. So I'm one of those guys that will go clean it and then go shoot like five rounds to make sure it still works. And then... That's know, a great piece of advice right there. And then carry it. Yeah, because, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I mean, could you just put a spring in backwards? You know, yeah, I, I want mean, to find out. Yeah, then when I got to pull it on some dude, that's not the time to find out. Yeah, when then right. you just got a club you know? in your hand. So, uh, you, you know, if you're gonna do it every time you shoot it, that's great. Especially if it's like a club. I got guns that I just shoot, you know, it matches, and I'll clean those. You mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. generally every other time. And if I loan a uh, gun to a buddy, I'm like, shoot it, give it back to me dirty. Mm -hmm. Don't clean it. Right, because the way I clean is different than the way you clean, and right, and you want to do it your way. I do it my way. And then the other tip I have for you is, if it's a gun you carry, don't use a lot of oil. Put one or two drops of oil on a Q-tip. That's all you use to lubricate the whole gun. If it's a gun you're going to go throw in storage, you can go a little bit heavier on the oil. Just realize you're going to get it on you when you go shoot. But I highly recommend um, a rig rag, which is rust inhibiting grease. It's like a chamois cloth, mm -hmm. and you wipe your gun down with that. So it's a little bit heavier. And it, it stays on the gun and preserves it. Yeah. So yeah, you've um, always said just like one or two drops on a Q-tip, and that's good that's for the whole gun. For the same whole thing gun. with a fishing reel. Yeah, yeah. You don't want a lot. You really don't. 
you know, it's just that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah, and fishing's this, you know, same way. You know, right. I do a little bit of angling myself. Yep. So can't wait for to get to like trout season here. Where's in, the store? In a, um, oh, what's the uh, website? We're okay, my bad. Uh, <laughs> we're, Southern Army is located one mile east of two seventy forty four ninety nine zero one Watson Road, and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. That's it. Yeah. Now you can't forget it. Three times. Can't. Three times. Yeah. Three times, fool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to take a break. Fisherman Mike Marfell is in studio with uh, Aaron Tarlow and myself, and we're going to talk to Mike a little bit. We're going to get to some of your questions, and uh, it's going to be great. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> it's Second Amendment Radio on FM. Uh, Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo here, producer Chad Ellis. Alongside, of course, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, co-host of Second Amendment Radio, and Fisherman Mike Marfell in studio. We were just talking about, um, Aaron was talking about the way he cleans guns, how often to to do it, uh, some tips on how to do it. And Mike had a question at the break, and I was like, hold on. Yeah, you have a question. Yeah. If you have a question off air, then I'm sure people have that exact same question so you should ask it on air so everybody can That's hear the answer. That's because you're a pro, Tony. <laughs> you're a pro. So I was told that you can use brake cleaner. I think it's without chloride. Right. So and, and just douse her down, let her dry out, and oil it. I mean, yeah. it's a quick hitter. Yeah, and that's what I've been told, too, the brake cleaner. Um, but when we're in store, we only use the um, actual gun cleaner, gun scrubber. It, I think it's more of a liability thing. I would imagine so. This know? was, uh, I don't know if I can mention this, Asymmetric Solutions, it was their guys, one of their armors. You just yeah. mentioned that. That's okay. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been those down, good, there, yeah, I've those been down good guys. there doing training yeah, John and them multiple guys. times yeah. with my boys, and uh, I trust him. So yeah. I figured he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. yeah, and I've been told that too. We've got a really like old-timey guy at the shop that, that does a lot of collecting and I mean, like, if you need like old stuff, Southern Armory is the place to go because we can. We have this guy; it's a resource. He works at the store, but we can track that stuff down. It's kind yeah. of a neat deal. That's cool. But uh, he told me the same thing. He's like, just run down, run down, and get some brake clean. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. without chloride. Though, yeah, I was, he was pretty yeah. adamant about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know Absolutely. why that is, and I don't care. Uh, I, I think but... it breaks down synthetics. Ah, yeah. Be hard on your plastic parts. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, yeah, I've been told that, especially by the old timers um, that come in, right. and they're like, "Yeah, you can use it." Well, I mean, like, back to the Glock. I know one of the instructors yeah. down there one time we were there. He just took his, dunked it in diesel fl- fuel, and shook yeah. it and blew it out with an air chuck. So yeah. that's why I shoot a Glock. It's ready to rock. Yeah, so. diesel's not bad. Diesel, gasoline. I've definitely used those stuff to clean certain guns. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's you get, like you get, anything else. There's all kinds of tricks. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had a gun come in and had a bunch of like parts packed in that Cosmoline, and it's like diesel fuel or yeah, gasoline right. is what mm-hmm. you got to use because you you'll burn through your brake clean and your all your acetone stuff like sure. you wouldn't believe. So like five oh, gallons yeah, of that. Yeah. And, and that stuff's gonna... not really that cheap. No, he did tell me to go to Walmart and buy the generic brand. It's the cheapest and yeah, does yeah. just the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So here's an exciting story. What's up? Um, I have talked to you on this show before about my wife is not. Is is a big supporter of Second Amendment rights and all yeah, that, but not but really. She's a just gun not real person. comfortable yeah. with a gun in her hand, or you know, like having a gun around. We have a gun in the house, but you know, that's just, just not her. Just not her thing, right? Yeah. You know, but she doesn't want to touch it. She doesn't want to shoot it. She doesn't want it. Like yeah. she's just it, the whole thing makes her nervous. So did she have what alcoholics call a moment so, of clarity? She did. Okay. So we were. 
we were. It's this, not funny. But this sorry. week, no, it's very, it's very funny. Um, <laughs> what movie is that? What movie is that? I, I remember. I just know it's a good line. Yeah. I threw it in my repertoire. Yeah. To... What alcoholics refer? Is that old school? I think. Refer to as. And a it does sound super familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's we'll definitely it. a movie line. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Oh, um, it's Pulp Fiction. Oh, it is Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yes, it He's is like, Pulp Fiction. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. I had what Alex would refer to as a moment of clarity. Yeah. Um, we were so one of the things that we got uh, the 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 almost two year old for Christmas. Yeah. Was a bunch of Nerf guns. Yeah. That like legit Nerf guns that shoot like thirty feet. Oh, I was gonna go like a hundred yards and with the like, scope. Phew, like really fast and I mean and they don't hurt at all. You know, right, you yeah, they're hit, foam. You can hit them right in the eyeball and they're not gonna hurt. I don't know um, about that. But... I mean maybe at point blank, but that it, is for not real. advised. Yeah. <laughs> I think it specifically says on the hey, packaging. If your kid can't blink far enough and fast enough <laughs> they right. deserve it. That's right. That's, That's right, funny. Mike. So anyway, so I did, you know, what every dad does. I started like making games and I'm like putting a table at the end of the hallway and putting like a toy Tyrannosaurus Rex mm-hmm. on the thing. Sounds and, like, like something I would do. Taping off a pa- uh, like down the hall, a spot on the floor, like, okay, you got to stand behind this. And each of these guns shoot three times um, before you have to reload them. And I'm like, all right, so everybody gets three shots. So they're New Jersey person compliant. that can hit. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, that's funny. Um, hit uh, you, you get three shots. Person that hits T Rex the most with three shots wins. If there's a tie, we'll go another round. And we're doing it. And my wife, out of nowhere, said like she's playing, she's having fun, and, and she's like, I want to shoot a real gun. And I almost fell over. I was like, <gasps> Well, we're there. To- not, We're there. <laughs> not the moment of clarity I thought was going to happen, but I'll take it. Yeah. So she is. We could make a mess out of T Rex with yeah. a real one. Yeah. yeah sure we could. Just a 12 gauge. Pick it up so pieces. That was like, like a, I was like, oh, I've been waiting That's for you to say that. That's usually what it takes, though. Let's take go. her out and she's good to yeah. go. Yeah. So, yeah. so now, now that mom's in. We're all we're ready. Well, we're we ready need to make to that happen quick. I know that's what I'm saying. Because it's what I'm telling you, strike this. when the iron's hot. I know that might be a movie line too. So we got to get. Yeah, I think that's been said once or twice. Um, so yeah, we got to get out and we got to get out and do this. Let's go Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe we might do it. I'll okay. be in touch. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll be in touch. I'm not playing. I know. I'm not either. Okay. <laughs> not either. She's ready. I'm ready. We'll go. To, we'll go. We'll go down to my range where we have steel targets. Yeah. And we'll get her addicted to steel targets on the Pateen. 22. It'll yeah. Be so Pateen. fun. It'll be. It'll be over. It'll be like freaking. Yeah. Right? You get all the family it'll, shooting, and then you know where everybody is every Saturday. Yeah. They're it, all gonna go so, shoot. It'll be like fishing. You know, with yep. that lure that's like real so shiny and spins. Do, what do you do when you have somebody like that? That's 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 in the past been pretty timid about holding a gun, firing a gun themselves. It, they're interested in self-protection. Like, my wife has been, you know, carried mace, uh, you right. know, pepper spray when she walks or jogs or whatever or has some in her car. So she's prepared to defend herself if she has to, but she's always, you know, it's always been that step, that next step to a, a gun. Right. It's always, you know, made her nervous. Somebody comes into the uh, the shop and they're ready to to make that step. Like, where? how do you start that person off? With a, generally with a class, yeah, because then you get them out shooting with an instructor and yeah, and everything. Someone that's not you, know. you is be my 
advice. Not so me. not you, not oh. Tony, not oh, yeah, the husband. Yeah, not, not the husband. The husband. Never the husband. Much like I said, hiring a yeah. guide, hire right. a professional. Right. Yeah, never, right. never the husband. Same way with teaching your kids to drive. Uh, yeah. Hire a professional. Unless yeah. you, unless you really like fighting with your your spouse. Right, and, and right. If that's, if that's like sport, then go for it because yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen. So yeah, you're better off coming in, you know, and getting an outside party. Yeah. To to help because. The moment there's an issue or, hey, hold it like this, it's yeah. uh, you're judging me, you're lecturing me. Right, right. Not that I've had these conversations, but I don't teach my wife to shoot. Right. We just go. Right. Like, here's a gun loaded up. Right. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I'm just not going to play that game. No. You know, I might be like, oh, aim at this part of the target. You know, so you, cause steel's hard to hit. Right. You know, I mean, like, and if the guys out there that have shot steel, you know, you aim at, like, the top third of the target. You don't aim dead center because you, you won't miss it. Mm-hmm. Or you will miss it. Mm-hmm. So you always generally aim at the top third. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, little tips like that. But, I mean, outside of that, I ain't going to tell you, you know, hey, tap and rack and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've probably told this story about me and my, my wife and I were just dating at the time. We went to the gun range, uh, Top Gun, and uh, down in Arnold. And uh, th- those guys are great, too. Um, so if you live out in the area and you need a range, that's a that's a good place to go. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, so we're there, and uh, one of the guys that I know who's a sheriff's deputy is working there. He works there part-time, and he walks up, and he knows me because I run fire and EMS in the county, right? So he walks up, and he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm good. We're just standing back, kind of BSing. My, my girlfriend, my wife now, is, is shooting, and uh, I hear a click, no bang. Me and him look at one another. She she turns around and looks at me, and I go, tap and rack. And so she takes the gun, and... T- taps it on the counter right in front of her and then looks at it and he was getting ready to rack it and she does and my sheriff's de- deputy buddy looks at me like uh what was that i mean she we, she had just started shooting so mm-hmm. i mean don't don't judge her i mean this is like we're going back like yeah 12 years 13 years probably so uh he goes what would you do if you didn't have the table in front of you and I'm like, I'm glad you said that. You know, because I just said it, man. It'd been like Aaron ain't gonna get none. So uh, like, be over. So um, and I'm just like, you know, doing the whole palm to palm thing. You know, yeah. like you know, just tap it. Like that's what, and, and, right. he, and he goes and he tells her, and then you know, it's fine. Ever since then, you know, she's mm-hmm. it was a good learning experience. But if it had come from me, sure, man, it'd have been. And we sure. were just, you know, we were just dating. We weren't even everything's married. like that. Yeah. So and Mike mentioned, yeah, like you know, it's like that with your kids. You know, you could tell your kids something a million times. They think you're dumb. Don't know what you're talking about. Your buddy, oh, yeah. your friend comes over, says same thing, says exact same thing, and they're like, oh, well, if he said it, it must be true because he knows what he's talking true about. Story. He's not dumb like dad. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, you know, that was something we talked about with fishing on New Year's Eve. Uh, and I asked Mike kind of the same question, you know, like, what what do you do? I didn't ask. Somebody else did, but asked you, like. St. John the Philosopher. Yeah. Yeah. Asked what. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a party on New Year's and Aaron didn't get invited. It was a party. It was. Why Perry weren't you Wood listening? was rocking. Because I was playing poker at the oh, firehouse. Well, there you go. My bad. Well, you could you guys gamble in. at the firehouse? Penny poker. Okay. Could have tuned yeah. in. Could have watched on YouTube. Yeah. It's still there on YouTube. It's fun to, to watch. Do that. Well, maybe, um, maybe next year Aaron will get the invite. Yeah. But same thing. <laughs> same thing. I, you know, he asked about, you know, what's a good way to get started? And it's not go with your husband or, you know, your your spouse or a brother or somebody that is yeah. like, that hire fishes a all professional. Time. Go out, get, hire a guide, go out one time and catch see if you enjoy fish. it. Yeah. Hit catch some, some fish. Actually hit the target. Yeah. Right. And you'll enjoy it. Right. Like when you're shooting. Yeah. It's like the first time I did with waterfowl. You mentioned dove and mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, 
First time waterfowl hunting, I did that. I hired a guide. There you go. It was 96 birds in two days. It was snow goose. They've got a few decoys and they know what's going on. Like it's a few, like yeah. several thousand. Right. Some, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Some yeah. collars and, and dogs. And I was like, man, this is a great this is a great time right here. And then I looked around and I said, there's probably $2,000 worth of stuff here. Maybe 3000 between layout blinds and oh, the, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. automatic like Easy. The, the Easy. things that fly. It's like, why dude. this guy doesn't waterfowl hunt anymore. It's, it's not, right. a cheap, oh, yeah. not a cheap sport. No, it's not. That's why I'd rather pay the guide like 80 or $90 a day. For the couple times you get to go, just do that and get yep. it over with. And, yep. then, you know, mm-hmm. and 90 something birds between three of us. It was like, you That's know, cool. oh, it was insane. It was a good yeah. time. It was more shooting than hunting. Yeah. And I, you know, it's like shooting than hunting. I mean, like, it was like constant flow of birds. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my one buddy was with me, and he has a so with with uh, snow goose. There's no limit, no no limit, and no plug <laughs> in the gun. So he literally had an extension tube on. He shot like ten rounds one time that they came in. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I know some guys that <laughs> and, use magazine fed shotguns. Yeah, for, for snow. He had a semi auto. Yeah, that's and cool. I'm using an 870, and I'm thinking I brought the wrong gun. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and I remember uh, going up. Popping one, and I saw two birds start spinning. And I was like, I just shot two birds with one round. <laughs> Is this like Call of Duty? Like, what's going <laughs> on here? This is insane. But yeah, that's a good, that's good advice. Good solid advice. Go with somebody who knows what they're yeah, doing. Yeah. Mike, um, that's not related. Why is it? What is the tie that all fishermen, hunters, because like I have hunted, but I don't hunt regularly, but I fish all the time. And that's my thing. But like, it's like we have a kin with hunters, and you know, it's like we're all on the same yeah, team. I don't it's, know what it is exactly. It's not like a baseball player and a football player. I mean, they're playing two totally different sports, and they don't have right. no mesh there. For some reason, I think everybody and hunting and outdoors th- loves the outdoors. They they wet their feet in both. Yeah, some of us like me or you graduate or you know gravitate towards the fishing aspect. Mm-hmm. Some do the hunting more than the fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some guys try to do both. You right. Know? I right. mean, I prefer to be good at one thing, and then I'll recreational hunt when I get a chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite time to fish is deer season because everybody else yeah, I fish against is deer hunting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. right. I put on my orange cap and go to the Lake of the Ozarks. Man. Right, right. Uh, there's nobody else on the lake those weekends and those weeks. So yeah, uh, I never thought of that. I, you know, uh, so I don't know what it is. I think it's on. being outdoor. It's very similar. I mean, right. there's a lot of I crossover. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Peacefulness. It's like yeah. the yeah. It, it is. It, it and I is. guess fishing is a form of hunting. I mean, it yeah, kind of is. Yeah, you know? it absolutely it is. is. I yeah. said it on the, you know, mentioned it on New Year's Eve show. They're predators. So you got to think like, much like deer hunting, you have to think like a deer. You yeah, have to think, where do. where am I going to set if I'm a bass Yeah, to to just sit here and let stuff come by so I can eat it? Mm-hmm. Right. Ambush and, it. And that's my problem with, with fishing. Like, I go to, I go to Montauk. One minute. One minute, everybody get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. So I go to Montauk. 60 seconds. You're right. I go to Montauk. Chad Ellis, best in the business. I can I can generally only fish for the first, like, half hour, and after that, they stop biting, and then it, then it gets hard. It's weird. Yeah. I have the patience for nothing. I could be opening crackers, and they won't open. I'll crush them and throw them out the window and scream in anger. Yeah. <laughs> but I can fish all day and have one bite and be excited. Really? Right. So, like, I get angry with them. I just pull out my knife. I'm like, I'll show you package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more, but, more than you one know, way fishing's, to open you. Uh, you know, the patience. That's why I like a bass fishing more. Okay. You're on the move. You're going to, you, the athletic aspect of it, moving around, casting. Yeah. Uh, nothing gets your adrenaline going like another 70 mile an hour boat ride, too. You know? Yeah. Before we that take this uh, really? uh, next break, I did want to have Mike. Mike, just talk uh, real quick. Uh, give a little bit of the resume. Uh, the, the tournament 
tournaments that you've won and uh, uh the, the latest tournament that i won was our uh the web outdoor solo pro championship mm-hmm. three-day tournament uh the best 60 70 anglers in the ozarks mm-hmm. uh that where you won the boat yep yeah, that's yeah. cool. You uh, want a boat doing this? Yeah. Oh, dude, I need to get on this. We fish all year to <laughs> make the championship. They cut to 40 people. Fish for two days. They cut to 12. Uh, and then there's and a then, winner. Then there's a winner. And his name's Mike Marfell. Yeah, I was kind of an underdog, huh. sort of, kind of. I kind of fly under the radar because I, I run a 96 I was, boat. I love that you said I was the only guy out there running a 96. I got a 96 <laughs> boat with a 2015 motor and three GPS units, power poles. It's rigged like a brand new one, but it's... I've got kids, dude. There's no sense in having a seventy thousand dollar boat. I got one now. Yeah, my wife. My <laughs> wife says no boats. Yeah, yeah. That's what she told me. No boats. No boats. No boats. Lots of guns. No boats. We'll, save, well you we'll know a guy with a boat. Yeah, now, you know a couple so. guys. I'm all over it. You know yeah. a couple guys with boats. I've been yeah. trying to get the invite out. Yeah, like you. Yeah. I'll fly down. You can pick me up. Yeah, take me out on your boat. I'll take you up to the airplane for it's sure. A fair game. No, fair we're, trade. We're talking flyover. Yeah, I like this already. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, flying down to the lake. Yeah, that'll be nice. That sounds like it's forty minutes. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, you can't. Of, you two can't and a half hours of me yelling at traffic on right. You can't tow a boat behind right. it, but I mean, you'll be doing a hundred eighty miles. There. Yeah, I can leave a oh. boat down there. Yeah. Psh, done. Yeah. We're boat's there. already at the lake. We can leave at four o'clock on a yeah. Friday and be there by five. Be at like cozy it. cafe eating dinner, nice. or on the water. Yeah. That's the one Whatever. at KK Cozy Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm a pancake house guy. Right yeah. up the street. Right. Huh? My team partner lives off of KK. Right there. All right, Saint Moritz. Yeah, I got family live on like is that Lazy Eights Road. Okay, yeah, that's right there by the airport. We're right behind Tantara Island. Yeah. Yeah, my my uncle's the uh, head of maintenance over in Tantara. Wow. Which is now the Margaritaville. Yeah. All right. We need to take a break. We got more Second Amendment radio coming up, though. Don't go anywhere. It's FM News Talk 97.1. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with Aaron Tarlow as we bring you this show every Saturday at 3 o'clock right here on FM News Talk 97.1. Chad Ellis. Our producer in the studio as well, and professional fisherman Mike Marfell joins us Hello. today. Uh, Mike, thanks again for uh, your time today. Wanted to ask you a little bit, like a weekend like this, where um, temperatures are getting up into the fifties, upper fifties, you best mid get fishing. Yeah, does it? Gonna be hungry? So does it matter? Yeah, just oh, yeah. is that okay. a? Th- so I didn't know if that was a thing. Like if it's you know if it's winter time and they're just. They're they're shut down because it's winter time and it doesn't matter if it's warm. But you get a warm day, and what is supposed to be a cold. Wouldn't bunk. you want to get up and lay in the sun? Yeah. Well, there you go. So All they right. run. So it's a perfect a perfect weekend or a perfect time to run out and find where there's shallow water close to deep water. And they'll get up in that shallow water a few hours out of the day, sun themselves and eat, mm-hmm. and slip right back and in take that deep water and, and you take advantage of it. Yep, that's great. And remember, those boat lifts are black. Yeah. That's right. They draw That's heat. Right. So they draw they heat. They like to set right up. They under like those to go. Two. Yeah. Thing That's is, you they're going to be. You have to move the bait slow. They're not going to chase anything down. Yeah, because they're That's more lethargic the in the wintertime. Yep. So you need to go where uh, they are. My whole thing with the jerk slower. bait, I always try to picture. I jerk it and I let it pause. Mm-hmm. They wiggle a little bit, get a little closer, and look at it. And it twitches again. They move a little closer. Mm-hmm. So you got to wait for them to get to it. They're not just going to fly out there and crush it like they do in the summer. In the summertime. Right. Yeah. So you could fish right off a dock. Oh, absolutely. And, and you could. this would be you could. would be good yeah. right off the channel. Yeah. Big black rocks down there. I call them lava rock, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the real right. name is. But dark colored big. I like that all good, the time too. A good bank on a north facing where they get a lot of sun. One of the lakes that we fish in all the time. There's these. There's a, huh. this this brush, and 
I call them cattails. I don't know what they're really called. Right. I know. I know exactly. <laughs> but what you're my buddy's about. always like, "What do you? What are these things?" I was like, "I, don't know, I call them cattails." Yeah, I you don't can know eat if the that's root. Really, what they are? Or not. You know, we talked about how great that lake is. Could you imagine if they allowed some vegetation in there? How out of sight that lake would get? Oh It'd yeah. Be, I mean, they that'll never happen probably. Right. Right. Back in the day, there used to be up the glaze and that and the yeah. gravel where there used to be lily pads and yeah. some vegetation, but. Uh, it would be out of sight. So anybody that is going to try to, you know, take advantage of days like this, uh, you know, as the winter continues, what are some of the, what are some of those go-to slow-moving suspending uh, jerk bait you use? and a jig, and you can probably crawl a crankbait real slow on the bottom too. Mm-hmm. But you're going to need to slow. But way a deep down. runner one, like no, they, gets, no, I don't Doesn't target matter. them that deep when yeah. it's this time because I think they'll they're going to move up into that shallow at yeah. some point. They're not going to stay there all day, but but make sure you're uh, just crawl it along. You but get out when the sun's up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You don't have to get up at the butt crack of dawn anymore. Right. You can go at eleven. Right. And look for those banks that you know the sun, the position the sun's in in the summer or in the winter time that are going to get sun the majority the, of the, the day. longest time. Yeah. 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 And a lot of times your afternoon bite up until dark is going to be the best. Yeah. Not always, but most of the time. Do you feel like you catch bigger fish in the winter Absolutely. because they're hungrier? They're the ones that are going to be more aggressive to get that food? I don't know. I, I do feel like I catch bigger ones in the winter, but I'm not sure if that's the reason. Less pressure, you know, less mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. out there, yeah. less guys out there fishing. I mean, it's only the hardcores. You don't get the recreational people when sure. you got to have gloves on. Yeah. yeah sure. Speaking of that, can I give a real quick tip that, of course. for people that fish in the cold weather? Yeah, do it. I learned this uh, from some guys up north. I, I worked as a canoe guide up in Canada when I was in college. Mm-hmm. But wristbands mm-hmm. with toe warmers underneath them, right where that blood uh-huh. flows. Oh, yeah. Makes and sense. the right same the thing on the back side of that hand right there. Mm-hmm. You put another toe warmer up there. Yeah. So the blood coming in, the blood going out of your hand. It's getting getting warm. It's getting yeah. warm the as it circulates through. Zero tier blood. Take the extra large size ones. Yeah. Put one in each hip pocket where all that blood flows through your hips. Yeah, over the femoral arteries. And, and, yeah. and uh, you can wear fingerless gloves all day and be good. That's cool. Only time you got to cover them fingers when you make that 70-mile-an-hour run, then you probably want to cover your fingers. Right. <laughs> but, but um. It, you know that's the and biggest. And no deter- better time of the year to make that seventy mile an hour run without oh, running any weight. Big- You're right about that's that. So Be no careful boats. though, because occasionally those jokers get out. Yeah, and that's when it's real. I mean, dangerous. for me, that's the biggest. That's the yeah. biggest drawback to the Lake of the Ozarks, and it's not something that I that is a deterrent to me because I'm used to it and it's fine. Plus, you run a Ranger, you'll be but, good. Yeah, but uh, that. You know, you just got to really watch out for those big cruisers out there in all. A the random one's the most dangerous, like yeah. this time of year. Yeah, when one decides to get out because you don't think that. No, because you are you're running on and you're running sixty five, seventy, and all of a sudden, whoa, yeah. you're airborne. And yeah. we've all hit those. Oh yeah, where you're not, not thinking it's going to be there. Uh-huh. And you don't. You don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it no. scares you. Yeah. It really but, does. Uh, it's dangerous. Yeah, there's there's wake in the air too. So I can kind of relate, yeah. you know, when you get a bigger, bigger, heavier right? jet. I mean, no, like, well, it's wake, tur- wake, wake turbulence, what they call it. Mm. Uh, but like turbulence, most people think turbulence like clouds, building clouds. But you right. get a bigger airplane that was in front of you, oh, and you that can, makes sense. You can hit that chop, pushes that the air, sense. yeah, because it's there all tore up. Yeah. And eventually you can't see that out. coming at all. No, right? it's clear. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah at least on the water, nothing. you can see it if you're looking for it. Yeah, unless it's nighttime. Yeah, and that's the thing when there's no chop when it's glass. That's when it's hardest to see those waves, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. well, and you're not looking for them either. Right, yeah. you're not, and you're more well, relaxed. Yeah, that's you are more relaxed. Too, yeah. yeah, but my, man, Lake of the Ozarks is still 
It's the dangerous, it's, yeah. dangerous, dangerous. Head but on a swivel. But it's a great place to fish. You know, yes, it's the great. It's the best in the Midwest, in my opinion. Yeah, it's there's amazing. a few there. There's Gunnersville, Kentucky Lake, but I don't think it gets better in Lake of the Ozarks yep. myself. Do you have any lakes here, mouth. like in the St. Louis area that you like? Yeah, like Carlisle or anything like that. Grew up fishing Carlisle. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. coming back strong, mostly because of the high school bass fishing. Yeah, those, got, those kids are. Investing the time Creek and effort to, Lake, to plant brush, coffeen, like any coffeen's of those? out of sight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it another true little what they lake? Say down, about Kincaid Lake is a beautiful lake to fish yeah. close by. Is it true about coffeen being um, with the power plant on it, the water being warmer? Is that I've always heard that about coffeen? Like it's a great place to fish in the winter because yeah, the power it's plant keeps too, the water for warm. the winter. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they spawn multiple times a year in that lake. Yeah, yeah, I really mm. do. That's a good uh, place to go. It's a great place. I've, only I've been caught there once. buzz baits. I've caught bass on buzz baits where I couldn't even see where I was casting because of the fog, because the water's warm and it's cold. Right? Yeah, you just listen for the bite. That's Oof. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, if you can but fish, I fish so many. I don't get time. over there much anymore. But right. it is a great. Uh, there's lots of Kincaid. Like I said, was another good one. Wren's a decent lake, sorta. Yeah. Both Carlisle and Wren are dangerous as well. Are there well. any littler lakes like Spanish Lake or, uh, or Creve Core? Creve Core Lake. I've never fished Creve Core. I'm yeah. sure there's fish in it. Yeah. You know, I know the Merrimack is. I got a buddy of mine that puts his glass boat on there and catches lots I've of small. I've caught bass mouth. in Creve Core. I've caught fish. Oh, I'm in Creve sure Creve there is. And there's yeah. a there's a there's a lake right behind Creve Core that's right behind the uh, the restaurant there that's I think attached to Creve Core Lake somehow, but it's called I think Duckbill Lake. It's right next to Creve Core, and I, like yeah. I said, I, I believe they're even actually attached. Um, it doesn't have a, it doesn't even have a ramp, but you can fish in it, and you can like I can walk my John boat down mm-hmm. and put it in there. Hmm. And I've don't caught, overlook the Mississippi River. I've caught big fish in no, there too. Before I've been out there on a boat, that's not a lot of fun. Oh, it's good bass fishing though. R- really? Oh, yeah. I know it's good catfish fishing. Oh yeah, I had yeah. Uh, over eighteen pounds off of one laydown in a creek there last fall. Really? No kidding. And this is a crazy story. Three Asian carps, what I caught first. Yeah. And then I caught a bass. Well, and then I caught a, another. And then I caught. So they, 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 they coexist. They, co- they did a big you, kill of, of Asian carp at Creve Core Lake to yeah, try to get them out I of there. Saw that. But boy, I, with my trolling motor, I we disturbed one Scares a you, couple of years ago. That thing jumped over our boat. It was like a torpedo. Yeah. It was incredible. I've can had you, them laying in my can lap. Can you eat those? Yes. They're you good. Can. Okay. You kind of got to grind them, make them into patties, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah I heard they're real bony, real bony and soft boned. But yeah. if you grind them up, make patties out of them. Okay, a buddy of mine paints baits yeah. I have, into Asian carp because oh, the bass cool. are the bass got, do eat them, but they just grow so fast. I got yeah. two questions. Yeah, and you need to talk about something. So you oh got, yeah, you got yeah. like two What's minutes. So, so get uh, it all out. Yeah. So the, there is my wife sent out a text message. So, uh, <laughs> which is great because it totally reminded <laughs> me because we were talking about this last night and I totally forgot, but. If you text 51660 and then put in the word armory, you will get text messages from us of oh, specials cool. and stuff that's going on. And uh, we have clearance items uh, right now, uh, just the new year, stuff that didn't sell last year or was stuff that, you know, we only sold like two or three of. And we try to keep it where we're selling like five, six, ten mm-hmm, of them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so clearance stuff's on sale. This includes holsters. And then uh, buy one, get one half off firearms training classes. We already talked about yeah. that's CCW or advanced pistol class. And I'm sure there's some other stuff she has on clearance too. Uh, there were some furniture kits that were like $200 for your ARs. Yeah. And now they're like 100 bucks, so wow. like 50% off. So, so you armory need to, to 51660. 51660. Text yeah. armory to 51660 and yeah. make sure you get that information. And about you'll, that you'll get it on that. And we send out a text message like every week or two, so it's not like we're going to blow up your phone every day. Right. Uh, That's two, cool. Two questions. Roger that. Carry when you fish? Absolutely. Yeah, legal? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I throw it. I throw it in a dry box once I'm in the boat. Okay. Sometimes you don't yeah. leave it on your head. I have I a guess. little sub Caltech sub two thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. Rides in the boat. Yeah, that's neat. Um, and then uh, for somebody who it's wants for to that get, Asian carb that jumps in the boat. I, I agree. You I need thirty round stick. Just I'd use case. a forty four. Um, <laughs> yeah, like twenty seconds. All right, twenty seconds. Best uh, rod reel combination, maybe a starter kit. Uh, you can't go wrong with a lose rod and reel combo. They're selling them everywhere now. Yeah. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah, uh, that's good. Medium, heavy action, seven foot. Okay. All right. What, what about a tackle box with stuff already in it? Don't no. waste your time. Don't waste your time. Build Lucky your... tackle box is a cool thing for people getting started too. Yeah. Lucky they tackle. just they just ship you tackle every month. Oh, that's cool. I signed my kids up for it. Oh, that's Lucky great. So they can build box. their inventory. Yeah. All right, that is Mike Marfell, professional fisherman. Great stuff uh, from him. Mike, do you have social media or anything you want to? I have a Facebook page, but it's not just fishing. Hopefully starting a YouTube channel when I get the new Nitro. Well, when that happens, let us know. uh, We'll have you back on, and we'll promote it for you. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Get you in here late spring. All right. For Aaron Tarlow, owner of Southern Armory, and our producer, Chad Ellis, I am Tony Colombo. Thanks so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio. Don't forget to follow Southern Armory on Facebook. Follow the show, Second Amendment Radio, on Facebook. Keep up with everything that's happening with the show and with the shop. We'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Thank you, Mike. Uh, See you guys next Saturday at 3 o'clock for another edition of Second Amendment Radio right here on FM News Talk 97.1. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.